Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Katie G and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Today we are reading from the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. We are on page 94, the second paragraph, your candidate may give reasons why, ending with, if he shows interest, lend him a copy of this book. And we are reading that one paragraph only. Today's readers are, and thanks for your service, we have the 12 Steps, Denise C., the 12 Traditions, Nancy C., and readers of the text, we have Leah S., reader page 164 is Vanessa G., and Shanna C. is providing us with backup. Thank you. The reference number for yesterday, that was Tuesday, July 18th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,450. That's 20450. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Time, that meeting number is 20,451. That's 20451. Okay, the OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. I will now ask Denise C. to read the 12 steps of OA. Good morning, Denise. Good morning, Katie. This is Denise C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Tennessee, the 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asking, asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, 
promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me be of service. Thank you, Denise. I will now ask Nancy C. to please read the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, all my family. Uh, Nancy C., gratefully recovered this morning from Delaware. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority. A loving God is me. He may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive eater who still suffers. Seven, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, problems, money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, and the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always remember, maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Pass. Thanks, Nancy. All right, this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you please keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, please let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today we will resume our study of the big book. We are on page 94, the second paragraph. Your candidate may give reasons why, ending with, if he shows interest, lend him a copy of this book. We're reading that one paragraph only. And I will now ask Leah S. 
to begin reading. Good morning, Leah. Thank you so much, Katie, for your constant service all the time. My name is Leah S. from New York, uh, recovered and grateful. Your candidate may give reasons why he need not follow all of the program. He may rebel at the thought of a drastic house cleaning which requires discussion with other people. Do not contradict the such views. Tell him you once felt as he does, but you doubt whether you would have made progress had you not taken action. On your first visit, tell him about the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous, and if he should show interest, lend him your copy of this book. Such a packed paragraph. Um, so um, when I sponsor, I I need to remember, I really need to understand when I speak to another person in this program that I do not have the monopoly. Um, I just need, I need to explain why I came into this program and how this program helped me. And I might get people who were like me in the beginning, who were always had a retaliation or a question or, or uh, you know, why, why can't I, and why, and why, and why. And I stopped asking why, and I just needed to listen. I needed to also practice humility. The drastic house cleaning is, oh, my goodness, I had to uncover discover and discard, which is so beautifully um, expressed by uh, Katie um, F. I I, I really needed to do that because um, I, I was always stuffing myself with food, so I could not really know what is deep inside of me and what is making me constantly reach for those um, pop-ins in my mouth. Um, so I allow you your your views, and um, I just uh, you know tell you briefly how I recovered, and um, that I needed to take some kind of action, and and then if the person wants to continue calling you and working with you, then for sure I right away try to um, introduce the big book, and also the 12 and 12. Um, it's honesty, it's hope, it's faith, it's uh, integrity that you will get. It's the willingness to just do it for for um, for as long as you can. And there goes my timer. And, um, and, 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 and just continue and continue, and it grows on you. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Leah S., for your service. Okay, before we take other shares on this paragraph, a couple things. We are on page 94, the second paragraph. Your candidate may give reasons. Katie, we can't hear Mark. you. Hi, guys. I'm back. Okay. On that one paragraph only, thank you so much. If he shows interest, lend him a copy of this book. And we're on that one paragraph only. 
And a gentle reminder that if you've shared on any of the Vision for You meetings in the past two days, so that would be Monday or Tuesday, we value your service and ask that you do please take a step back so that others may be heard. I've got my magic pen out and I'm going to take whatever names I can hear. So please go ahead. Kelly S. Gotcha, Kelly. Jen A. Jen gotcha. UK. I got Reva Jim. and then I got Liz. Pedro B. Toledo. Pedro B. All right, I got Kelly S, Jen A, Reva P, Liz E from the UK, and Pedro B. Did I miss anybody? Jim S in Toledo. Oh, thanks, Jim. Okay, friends, that's a great lineup. We're going to start with we have Kelly S, Jen A, Reva P, Liz E, Pedro B, and Jim S. Good morning, Kelly. It's Kelly S, uh, Recovered Compulsive Eater and Bulimic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's Kelly with an EY if you're looking for me. Okay, so he need not follow all the program. Um, my sponsor always said, and I'm the same way, I was looking for OA light. Um, you know, I just wanted an easier, softer way. I was willing to do, I heard a speaker say, he's worked with a lot of men who are willing to go to any lengths their way. And, uh, it's kind of my story, and now sponsoring, it's kind of something I run into often, and I just have to tell you guys by my experience, that does not work. You know, there's a reason there's instructions, and the reason we have to follow them exactly as it is uh, outlined in a big book, and I want it to be convenient. None of it's convenient, you know, none of it. Um, so, you know, it's this, uh, you know, another thing is people talk about, my sponsor said, and others that you know, we ask why, why do I have to do all this work? Why do I have to do this house cleaning? You know, why is a spiritual immaturity question? You know, kids ask it. My kids did it. My grandkids now do it. Why, Anna? Why? They don't really want to know why. They just don't want to do it, right? They're trying to stall, uh, get out of it. And so, um, you know, the thing is, is I have to be willing to go to any links. You know, I know we've all heard this that funny thing where people say, if my sponsor told me to run down the street naked, I'd do it. Well, I heard a guy the other day say, uh, in AA say, if my sponsor said run down the street naked, I'd be like, okay, where do I hang my clothes, you know? And I had to quit asking questions and just do what, you know, was outlined, what it was expected to me. Well, I, well, you know, what I was doing wasn't working. So it wasn't working, you know? And the disease is the great persuader. You know, I can sit here and go, well, maybe I don't need to do this. Well, guess what? I got hit to my knees. I was ready to surrender and I was willing to go to any length. So I was willing to start getting up and doing 30 minutes of prayer and meditation. I was willing to start looking at ingredients and being 100% black and white abstinent, like it talks about in the big book, right? When you're measuring my food for me, you know, you know, being completely honest, living by spiritual principles that I talked about last week, doing those things, you know, you know, um, and now working with others. You know, I just want to tell you guys this really quick. I'm not one of those people like, oh, yay, I love it. As an addict, no, I don't. It's inconvenient. They say do it if it's if you if it's not inconvenient, you're not doing it enough. It's all inconvenient, in my opinion, right? But guess what? When I do it, it works. I actually get a high when I work with others, but I forget that when it starts to interfere with my day and I'm busy, right? And so, the thing today, I realize I have to go to any lengths. And when I work with other people, that's all I can share with them. Is I've been around for decades, and the only thing that worked. Follow the instructions exactly. No more whys, no more excuses, no more trying to get out of it. 
just do it as it's written. You know what? It works, guys. I promise. If all else fails, follow the directions. With that, I pass. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Kelly. All right. Next up, we'll have Jen A, and Jen will be followed by Reva P. Good morning, Jen. Hey, Katie. Good morning. Thanks so much for taking the meeting. My name is Jen A. I gratefully recovered here in Colorado. The only thing I have um, underlined in this paragraph is all of the program, and then I circled rebel. <laughs> Because, you know, that, that was me. I rebelled. I didn't want to do um, what it was said to do. But, man, when I came into this program, um, I wasn't rebellious anymore. You know, I sat in the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. It says membership. You have to have a desire to stop eating. I needed more than a desire to start working the steps and to actually get absent and work the practical program of action. All of the programs not part of the program or some of the program or bits and pieces of the program or some of the steps or do some of what was required, all of the program. And that's what sticks in my mind today. No more excuses. Um, I love, I love Kelly's uh, passion uh, when she shared this morning because I feel exactly the same way. On page number 58, it says, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. And I have to remind myself, if I'm not willing to give myself, uh, if I'm not willing to give 100%, 110% on when it gets really, really hard, then I'm, I'm doomed. I'm back into the food. I'm back into the behaviors. I'm going to head back down that path that I was before. You know, my current situation is uh, just dealing with a teenage daughter. You know, she turns 16, social media, um, decides not to follow the rules of the household and the phone and how it's set up. And so there's consequences to those choices. And for me as a parent, it's like, okay, well, I have to put some things in place. And that means some consequences, some rules, and some boundaries. Um, and I can't make excuses. Oh, all the other kids do it. Oh, it's acceptable in society. Nope. Um, this is how it's going to work at our house. And rarely have I seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path, right? I kind of can take these um, working with others instructions, and then I can apply them to my household, I can apply them to my sponsees, and I can apply them to everything in my life. And that's the really cool part is, you know what, I'm going to rebel, my daughter's going to rebel, things are going to happen, but ultimately I know that God's in control. So guess what? I don't have to sit here and convince a, a sponsee. I picked up two sponsees over the weekend, and one sponsee was already texting me all sorts of excuses of why you can't do this and can't do that and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, okay, well, I'm always here. Call me when you're ready to do all of the program. So, um, you know, I, I just have to remind myself when the rubber hit the road and I was out of ideas and I was desperate, dying, and doomed, I did what my sponsor said, every suggestion, and I've never looked back um, that, and regret any of that. That's my timer. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Jen A. And next up, we'll have Reva P., followed by Liz E. Good morning, Reva. Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. And ditto, ditto. Um, so I love these instructions. Somebody um, is giving me excuses. I don't need to convince and persuade and lecture anybody um, because the disease will persuade them. But this is also a great reminder for me because the words that struck me were all and drastic. 
and you know, I can't do an a la carte program. I can't like, I'll do step one and then I'll just pray. And I'll just like magically turn everything over because I'm praying and life should be wonderful. Like there's all these steps in between one and 11. Um, and um, yeah, willing to go to any lengths, you know, drastic, extreme, far reaching, having like a strong effect. If, if I have a extreme disease, I need an extreme treatment. And I love in the AA 12 and 12 and step one, it says, who wants to do all this stuff? Who wants to do all this inconvenient, um, you know, drastic kind of work? No one, especially not, you know, the typical addict, but it says, you know, being beaten down by the disease. Um, then I become willing. Um, then I become as willing as like a drowning man. Um, and it's like that with the food, you know, the entire abstinence, not like, oh, do I have to like cut out the salad dressing with the sugar too? Um, so extreme measures for extreme diseases, whether it's the food or the defects. Um, and for me now, it's a lot of fear coming up. And, you know, step six, seven, those turning uh, steps where I really have to start um, behaving, thinking, behaving, speaking differently and not let those defects uh, creep in, um, like not allowing the disturbances to sort of um, come back after I've done 10, 11 and 12. Um, it's just such a great reminder. Um, and, and to trust, you know, even for myself, if, I, if I'm not willing to take the drastic action, I will get so, so disturbed. Um, there's so much disturbance and living in bedevilments before the food calls. Um, and that becomes the great persuader that things become so objectionable um, that I'm willing to trust, let go um, and do it differently. So with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P. All right, next up we'll have Liz E. And Liz E is going to be followed by Pedro B. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. Liz E. from the UK um, in sunny Bristol. Liz E. for Elegant. Thank you so much to everybody for your service. Um, just amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, as a sponsor, I never choose my sponsees. All I do is share my experience, strengths, and hope. And if I've got capacity and they want to hear my experience, strengths, and hope and work with me, then God has put us together. But God is always teaching me things. And I find working with sponsees is a little kind of place, a sandpit of how I do relationships in the rest of my life. And I learn so much from my sponsees. I always get way more from them than they get from me. And yeah, they come with all sorts of ideas and thoughts. And as I grow in this program, I'm learning more and more not to contradict such views. And that's just so helpful to me. I just let it let it lie, really. Um, I just say, well, my experience, strength and hope is possibly a bit different to that and each of my sponsees is an individual so I generally have to sponsor you know and talk the most important thing is to bring God into every single session and before I speak to each sponsee and ask God to show me how to support 
share my experience, strength and hope. And it is different for each sponsee. And each sponsee, you know, I've got some that have thrown up some real challenges for me, um, learning how to do this. But it's not me that gets them recovered. It's actually God or higher power and God and all higher power. And, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And I just go, just keep it simple. Back to my experience, strength and hope. And and um, just share it as it is and how I keep that today. Um, and if you're new and you haven't pressed that star once, just do it because you will be of service to somebody else on this call. And it just fast tracks any of your recovery amazingly. Thanks a million. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you, Liz. We appreciate your share. Okay. Uh, now we have Pedro B. And Pedro is going to be followed by Jim S. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning. Can I be heard? Oh, just before. Oh, oh, sorry. Can I? Pedro, I'm, I'm please go ahead. My name is Mary B. Oh, sorry. Hi, my Mary. name is Mary B. I'm a newcomer. Hi. I'm a newcomer. Um, sorry to interrupt. Okay. Um, I dialed into this meeting late. Um, I'm new to a vision, but I'm not new to the program. Um, I'd like the opportunity share so just um registering okay hey mary i don't mean to um okay so what we're going to do is we have a couple people that need to share and then when i say we'll welcome more shares um press star one and uh and we'll welcome you to share so um just let us wrap up these two and then how is that all right fantastic thank you and apologies for interrupting the meeting Thank you. Okay, Thank Mary. You. All right, Pedro, please go ahead. Can you hear me? Can I be heard? Hello? Yep, I hear you, Pedro, loud oh, and okay. clear. All right. Thank you very much. Thank no you. worries. Please go ahead. Yeah. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. I'm very glad to be here. It's been a while since I've been here. I've uh, been getting up late. Uh, if you're new, welcome. Welcome. If you're struggling, Welcome. Welcome to the club. Uh, I am a struggler. Um, I says your candidate may give reasons why he need not follow all of the pro. That's me. See, I I don't want to do step four. I don't want to do step five. I'll just you know I'll just do ten steps or you know, but not those two. That was the, my first thing when I got to Alcoholics Anonymous. When I saw those steps, and I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And 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 that's why I I was struggling. I was coming in and out for years in Alcoholics Anonymous. And in OA and all of the other food programs that I've been to, I've been trying to stay abstinent for over 15 years. And I have eight days today. So I haven't been very successful at staying abstinent, right? And And, and, and when it talks about he may he may rebel at the thought of a drastic house cleaning. Yeah, it, 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 I think I read before that it, it says that uh, defiance is an outstanding characteristic of the alcoholic. He, I was told in an, in debtors anonymous. I was I was taught that uh, that I, that was my disease, my defiance. The rules don't apply to me. 
I don't have to do the same things that you guys do. I'm different. You see, you, I'm different. And no wonder I can't stay abstinent, right? But uh, um, the good news is that all of, of my experiences, in and out, up and down, in and out, up and down, in and out, up and down, has brought me to this point where I'm at today, you know. And, and the good news for me is that even though I've been coming in and out, up and down, I'm not 209 pounds like I was when I first started in FAA 15 years ago. I weighed myself last Monday. I weighed 146.6 pounds. But it's not about the weight. This is not, for me, this is not a, a, uh, a, a loose weight program. This is a spiritual program of action, right? And it talks about actions. Right, I remember my friend uh, um, Arlem G. That this is, yeah, we're powerless, but we're not useless. We can always take an action, you know, and and thank God for actions. You know, what I mean, this last time uh, I got sick, and oh, the work, the program's not working, and I'm out of here. Da da da. Hi, Pedro. Oh wow, I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Pedro. All right, next new, up we'll have back. Thanks, Pedro. All Thank right, you. next up we'll have Jim S. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. My name is Jim S. I'm in Toledo, Ohio. I'm a grateful, recovering, impulsive reader. This reading is exactly where I plugged into the AA program back in 2007. And a week and a half later, I drank. I had three years without a drink, but I drank. So I had to start over. I started over, went 11 years, six months, and 14 days, and an issue came up that I didn't know how to handle, and I drank again. Now I have four years and two months, and this reading today, your candidate may give reasons why he need not follow all the program is exactly what I need to be abstinent from food because that's the same place I was in 2007. This program is guided by a spirit that's greater than any of us. And I'm so excited that this paragraph came up today. Um Anyway, I'll pass with that. I'm I'm just overwhelmed. Thank you. Thank you, Jim S. Okay, we are going to be ready to take a new lineup, which means Mary, our newcomer, is um, Mary. You'll have the chance to share um, on this round. So, just a reminder to everyone: we are on page ninety-four, the second paragraph. Your candidate may give reasons why, ending with if he shows interest. Lend him a copy of this book. And um, everyone knows that if you haven't shared, or if you have shared in the last two days, so that would be Monday or Tuesday, you please hold back so that others can join you, or others may share. Um, please go ahead. Christina R. Baltimore. All right. Christina. <laughs> wait, wait, before you say your name again, just give me a chance. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Christina. Okay, I have 
Hang on. Yep, I got you. Okay, so I'm going to start the lineup with Mary because she is um, identified as new. So we've got Mary. We've got Christina J. I've got Rissa. I've got Janice. Let me see, because I might have heard other people, so just give me a chance. Okay, I've got Mary, Christina J, Rissa, Janice PM, and um, who did I mention? Rena L. Rena? Anybody else? Judith? I could take one more. Sandra Maria. Sandra Maria. Okay. Sandra Maria. Okay, we're going to get going with that lineup. Thank you, everyone. Okay, so we've got Mary. And Mary, if you could please give us the first initial of your last name. We've got Mary, Christina J, Rivka R, Janice PM, Rena L, Judith R, and Sandra Marie B from Sweden. Okay, so we're going to get started with Mary. Mary, do you want to press star one and go ahead and share with us on this paragraph? Hi, this is Mary B, um, and I am a um, compulsive speaker, and thank you very much for taking the meeting and everybody who's read and shared and contributed so far. Um, I have recently come to vision to, basically, I've been in program for 14 years, so it's interesting that um, we're on this this section because um, I'm looking at, you know, the bit of your candidate may, um, you know, be rebel at the thought of drastic house cleaning. So just to get current, I have, um, like I said, I've been, I've been, um, I've been in program for two years. I've noticed um, that some very dishonest uh, behaviours started to creep in again about, around my um, conduct and the way that I was behaving and um, that led to a relapse or a slip and I had to get really, really honest about the fact that I'd been working with a sponsor who was very much of the opinion that once people were recovered, it wasn't necessary to kind of follow a clean plan or have sort of strict boundaries around eating and that all of those decisions could be taken to God. Um, but I have come to realise that my specific, I don't know, my specific powerlessness is that I just, I just needed, I needed to be really, really honest about what was, what was my, what was my abstinence and the drastic house cleaning relates to that for me because I had to just get down to real honesty about what wasn't working for me. And I have been grateful to be gifted with an abstinence like I've never really known or embraced before. Um, just an entire willingness to be completely honest about my eating behaviours and some of the foods that I gravitate towards. Um, and I've been around the programme long enough to know that none of this is going to keep me abstinent, you know, the self-knowledge, but the willingness and the surrender is the best place for me to get back into that. It, it clears the path for my contact with God and to know that actually this surrender, this willingness is greater than anything I've ever known before when it's come to 
eating and various behaviours connected with that, some of which include um, overcompensating with exercise for large portions, um, Time, constantly please. weighing um, myself. Um, yeah, I'm just grateful to have a committed absence around that. I'm, I, I, I am on holiday May with my family, and sorry, I'll end on this. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just wind. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you heard me. Myself. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I did. I'm on holiday. Funnily enough, all of this has happened while I'm on vacation with my family, um, and we, I, I'd be really grateful for any outreach or support. I'll leave my number. Um, I know hey, Mary. Mary, wait. We don't. This. Yeah, we yeah. don't leave our number here. Okay. Um, this oh, okay. is actually a recorded line. So if you do, um, what you want to do is stay on, and at about seven fifty-five, we'll wrap up the meeting, and we will transition to announcements, and then newcomer greeter. And when you do hear the newcomer greeter, you will be more than able to leave your number, and then you'll get lots of calls. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. And just to say, I do. I have already started working with a vision sponsor, so I'm good hey, on Mary, that front. Can, yeah, we, thank you. We've got to wrap I'll this finish. up. Okay, thanks. Bye. Go ahead. Can we have Christina J. followed by Rifka R. Good morning, Christina. Morning, everyone. Morning, Katie. Thank you all for your service and amazing shares today and yesterday, every day, really. I have so many thoughts swirling, but the one I want to say first is so grateful to be absent today and in recovery on the recovery journey again. And uh, it's been a little while, so I'm starting to find that deep serenity and peace and realizing how valuable that is, how valuable that is. When I'm in the food, I can't see the forest for the trees. I'm an emotional mess. Fear is bigger. Everything's bigger. So just, you know, if I have cancer, is my self-sufficiency going to help me out maybe in a little bit or ways but you know it's not going to help me out that much i got to go to the doctor i got to surrender my life over to medical care same with diabetes and i don't think i realized as many of us probably didn't how serious this disease is and so we you know oh i don't need to do that i don't need to you know, tell a cancer doctor that or diabetes doctor that i don't need to do that i don't need to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to do that uh instead that, that's going to work. Yeah, that's going to work. And so my self-sufficiency around this around me has been largely around food. You know, I'm going to I'm going to make it through with food. I don't need to do 10 steps because um, I can handle this emotional onslaught myself. Oh, it's no big deal. And who's going to want to hear it again? Oh, I don't have anything today. I don't have a 10 step today. For me, I've relapsed many times. I had a long period of recovery at one point. And so um, what gets in the way? And I've said this the last few shares, this self-sufficiency. I'm, I'm working at really looking at that because my self-sufficiency is a lie. It tells me things that I, you don't need to do that. You know, you can have this after work. It's abstinent. You know, you don't have to eat that for breakfast. You can have this instead. Just this BS going on and on and on, you know, because it's still trying to pull me back. Because if there's emotional buildup, that disease wants in and it's going to use that doorway. I highly recommend the Sunday special edition that was given on emotional sobriety because once we get the food down and we start the journey, um, then we can start to really look at stuff and go deep. I, I really believe my wounds from childhood have, have just, uh, you know, caused me a lot of issues and food was the solution to all that. But I don't have to carry those today. I have this program. And so this paragraph, you know, it was me and it has been me. And 
even when I'm in recovery, I can make excuses. And that's dangerous, you know, and I can speak to the relapsers. What, you know, you look at this and you go, oh, what, you know, people always say, well, what was it? Why did you go back? Self-sufficiency. I'm not cleaning house, baby. I'm not cleaning house. I got to clean house. I got to be in fit spiritual condition to carry the message to someone else. If I don't keep my own house clean, I'm just a poser. Oh, I need you to do 10 steps, and I'm not even doing them. So to the doctor, you need to quit smoking because, you know, you're going to get cancer. And he he smokes. <laughs> so, I mean, Time it's please. a growth process. I'm going to finish up. It's a growth process, you know. We learn as we go. And I'm grateful that I've come out of this last relapse, and I learned a ton, a shitload of shit from it. Sorry for the cussing. <laughs> I'll pass. Love you all. Thanks, Christina J. Okay, next up we have Rifka R., and Rifka will be followed by Janice P.M. Good morning, Rifka. Good, good morning. Good morning, Katie. Thank you so much for your service. And good morning, everyone. It's Rifka, our recovered compulsive overeater uh, in Baltimore. I, I really love this, this paragraph. Um, do not contradict such views. Tell him you once felt as he does but you doubt whether you would have made much progress had you not taken action. So I, I thought my, my job in any human interaction was to contradict your views <laughs> and show you how you're wrong and you shouldn't think like that, especially, you know, like my husband. And what, like, brilliant advice for any relationship. Don't contradict the person. Um, duh, <laughs> tell him you once felt as he does. That that tells him or her that, that you were there, you get it. Like thinking the way you think, you know, it makes sense that you feel the way that you feel. Like, and, But this is what worked. It worked. And, and if he shows interest, you know, once a person shows interest, his or her defenses are, are down. And once their defenses are down, they can identify with me. And they're open to changing their thinking. And I had to take action. And what was the action? So the action in the past was always, you know, another diet, another self-reliant measure, uh, which is always completely unsustainable for me because that never addresses the, the source of my malady because food is not my problem. Food is my, was my solution, my solution to living, a very, very dysfunctional strategy of living, like feeling uncomfortable, eat, feeling happy, eat, feeling insecure, eat, you know, those, uh, it just, it just doesn't work for, to actually have a life. So to be able to, to show someone, I mean, that this is the only thing that I've done, shows me what actions to take that change my perspective, my attitudes, my thinking, and and frees me from the clutches of this disease through working the steps and reliance on my higher power and, and just a whole new life is just, uh, yeah, I'm so glad that I can be in that place today. And um, thank everybody. Have a blessed day. I pass. Thank you, Rifka R. All right, next up we have Janice PM. Janice will be followed by Rena L. Good morning, Janice. And good morning to you, Katie G, and thank you for your loving service. Um, yeah, my name is Janice P.M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater living in Massachusetts. Boy, was this me. 
So I'm just giving you my experience. I mean, maybe this didn't happen to you or you think it's not going to happen to you, but it happened to me. So I can just tell you. Um, You know, I was a candidate many years ago in 1982. You know, I wanted to come in alcohol, I mean, (laughs) Overeaters Anonymous um, because I wanted to lose weight. So I thought that was really my problem. And of course, we learned that it wasn't. And coming in new, you think that's what it is. Well, that's what it is. Um, that's the first part to know that I would have no power over trying to lose weight myself. So I really wasn't clear on my condition. I thought it was just a weight thing and I could do it. But my experience showed me that I tried so many times so I couldn't do it. So I had no power. I had no solution. But, you know, when I came in and they said you have to, you know, suggestion uh, that they, you study all the steps and implement them, well, of course, I wouldn't do, like uh, Pedro said, step four and step five, because I didn't want to stop certain bad behaviors, you know, integrity or whatever else it was. And, uh, boy, I, so I picked and chose uh, what I wanted to do. And what I, but you know, I tried it so many times. I hate to say it, um, and I did not try all the steps I chose. Um, and guess what? I didn't get the promise of my of this program, which is having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps. What does that mean? Well, first of all, that when I go through the steps, I found that power that removed the obsession in my mind, and my life became manageable. And, you know, it says it in the big book. This step, step four and five, especially five, is vital to my recovery. I wasn't going to tell people another compulsive overeater the things that I did. Oh, no, no, no. I was too self-righteous. I had to do that. Blah, blah, blah. For all the excuses, the alibis. The reasons that I had to do it, I was so self-righteous. However, life turned when I practiced it. I gave everything that I did. It was vital that I did, and I received the promises. And after I received the promises, I know that it was my job, God's job for me, to carry this message. That's the only way I could carry it if I could tell about the problem and the obsession. And so, you know, we have a purpose. Okay, one more statement. Thank you. Thank you. We who have recovered have the ability to avert death and countless other people. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Janice P.M., all right, Janice is going to be followed by Rena L, and Rena will be followed by Judith R. Good morning, Rena. Hi, this is Rena L, recovered and our expect. Good morning, everyone. Comments have been great. And when I first put, put my name out this here, I was going to share about talking about aunties and uh, how I talk with them. And then I realized this first sentence is me today about where do I think the program doesn't apply to me. And I was thinking yesterday, I was on an outreach call. And we were each sharing what was our non-negotiables every day for program. And I'm going through the calls I make and the food plan I follow and all the to-do lists. But she starts with my non-negotiable time with my higher power in the morning. 
I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't even think to say that. I started to rush past it. It gets shorter and shorter. And suddenly I'm in my bathroom thinking, I thought about God before I got on the meeting. That's enough. And um, I'm so grateful for the chance to be different this morning. That, like, the rules apply to me. This program applies to me. What works for other people will work for me. And, you know, my wish is for the most important thing I do every morning, my non-negotiable when I wake up. Instead of me with having time with my higher power and thinking that that doesn't apply to me. If I do everything else, the things that are easier for me, I'm good with a to-do list, right? I'm not good with a just be with my higher power, right? And so I'm just grateful to be here, grateful to Hertford, everyone, and I will keep coming back. Thank you. Thank you, Rena L. Okay, next up we have Judith R., followed by Sandra Marie. Good morning, Judith. Judith R., press star one. Sorry, this is Judith. Oh, hey, good morning. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Judith R., Judith R., compulsive overeater, recovered. Thank you, God. Um, Thank you, Rivka. You said exactly what I was thinking. And I just want to add what the do not contradict. You know, I've been acting like my job was to contradict eloquently and persuade people and tell them beautiful reasons why this wouldn't work and that wouldn't work and this wouldn't work. And when we read this today, I was like, wait, everybody stop. Meditate for five minutes on this. It's so important. (sighs) With that, I pass. Thanks, Judith. Okay, now we'll have Sandra Marie. Good morning, Sandra Marie. Hello, thank you. I'm Sandra Maria, and I'm a compulsive eater, and I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you for all your shares. Well, what I thought about was from perhaps a little bit different perspective when it comes to questions. I know I was asking a lot of questions when I first came to OA many years ago, and I'm so grateful for the people that had patience to listen to me. Because I was really curious, I really wanted to know what this was, and um, I got answers, and the answers satisfied me uh, about about why I needed to do it, or what I needed to do. And I think for me, I needed clarification, because if I shall do something that looks rather challenging, I need to have a really strong reason. Um, and... For me, in the beginning, it was hard to understand how the, like the four step or the ten step, could help me putting down the food. But to put down the characters defects for me is like a new step one. When the food is down, then if I don't put down my defects character defects by God's help, um, I will eat again. And I think it's so important to really. Uh, make it clear that it's a spiritual problem. It's it's yeah, it's, it's physical, but it's also mental. And to um, to really have an understanding of the importance of of um, doing all the steps in order for it to work. I just know that if I don't do it, I will die. Uh, but if I do it, I will live. But yeah, I just guess I wanted to. Thank you, thank you all uh, for your patience. 
with me if I've asked you questions or um, yeah anyway I don't have too much more to say I'm just very grateful to be recovered today and to be here in the rooms with you all blessings thank you thank you Santa Maria okay it's 752 we have time for one more share who would like that Anita J all right Anita J please take us out go ahead Oh, well, thank you so much. This is Anita Jay in Massachusetts, recovered. Uh, your candidate may give reasons why he, he, he need not follow all of the programs. He, he or she may not have to follow all the programs. I always suffered from that's enough, I just, that's enough. I've done enough. And you know, with that kind of an attitude, you know what you get? Well, the answer to that is I came in in 1978 into Overeaters Anonymous. I never went anywhere else. I knew there was nothing else, but that's all I knew to surrender it all. That part I didn't catch because when I don't want to know something, I don't want to know and the tip myself. It, it was worse. I finally had to surrender it all. And the sad thing is, once I did that thorough cleaning and the thorough surrender, Betty, I thought, what were you so afraid of? You were afraid of freedom? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but addiction doesn't make sense. Recovery, though, is such a wonderful feeling. Even on the bad days, it's a wonderful feeling. I thank you all. Thank you, Katie, and everybody who shared today. I got so much, and I passed. All right. Thank you, Anita. We are going to close the meeting now. Thank you to everyone who shared Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following our closing. The share ID for today, July 19, 2023, is 20,453. That's 20453. Okay, friends, we will now close with a reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And will Vanessa G. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Keep you until then. Thank you, Katie. Good morning, everyone. This is Vanessa G. Recovered in New Mexico. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask us in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past, give freely of what you find, and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.